you can find really powerful molecules found inside plants in small amounts. And when you're concentrating through the process of distillation or CO2 extraction, you are getting the, um, you're concentrating this aromatic material, these volatile compounds, which are extremely pharmacologic, and just a very small amount of these can have profound effects on the human body. You are listening to The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi. What is up, everybody? This is Chase. So long story short, we were childhood sweethearts turned husband and wife in our early 20s. Despite following the mainstream script for happiness, we actually divorced for three years. Only to later reunite as soulmates with a brand new outlook on love, God, health, and the real medicines of the universe. If you find yourself wondering, is there more to this life, to health, to God, to love? Then you are in the exact right place. Consider this your bridge to expansion for body, mind, and relationships. We are uncovering and discovering with you. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, beautiful friends. This is episode 96 of the Medicine Podcast. We are so grateful you are joining us today. One of the many reasons I love having a podcast is that we get to meet, speak to, and learn from magical souls. People sharing their wisdom, passion, and genius with Chase and I, and of course, all of you. Our guest today is nothing short of magical, and he's even layered it into his brand. That is Dr. Nick Berry of Essential Oil Wizardry. All the Harry Potter fans out there can appreciate it, I know. Dr. Nick Berry is a licensed pharmacist and compassionate human being who stays on the cutting edge of holistic wellness and botanical medicine. He founded Essential Oil Wizardry in 2014, a humble-sized essential oil company that specializes in organic and wild-crafted essential oils, CO2 extracts, and floral absolutes. They carry over 300 essential oil products, such as Wizard Alchemy blends, including ceremonial blends, Divine Align Chakra Set, exquisite botanical perfumes, kava products, magic misters, as well as therapeutic formulas. So if you think you know a lot about essential oils at this point in time, I promise you, you have never heard anyone teach about them the way that Dr. Nick does. Most essential oil users are only aware of and using essential oil absolutes, but as you'll hear today, there is so much more to it, like ceremonial blends, perfumes, and ultrasonic tinctures. Chase and I have personally been using these products for a few months now, and holy crap, they are the real deal. Our mood, sex, creativity, and deep connections have all benefited. Now, this episode is quite long, and we will make no apologies for that. We just let the magic flow. We discuss what makes essential oils so potent and powerful, or plant allies, as Nick calls them, why he prefers CO2 extracted oils, how essential oils saved Nick's life during a severe run-in with pneumonia, And towards the end of the episode, Nick takes us through some practical uses for his unique and genius blends, absolutes, and tinctures. Don't miss that part. Make sure you check out his website and the wide array of products at essentialoilwizardry.com. You can use the code MEDICINE, 
no E on the end, for 10% off your order. And if you have any questions at all, just send them to support at essentialoilwizardry.com. All right. Enjoy, my loves. Welcome back to the Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi. And what I- is going on, everybody? <laughs> Super excited today. This is Chase. We are so glad you are joining us today for this very special and exciting conversation that we have with Dr. Nick Berry. Welcome to the Medicine, Nick. Awesome. Yeah, I'm so delighted to be here with you, power couple. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, we were so fortunate to be able to, we're, we're recording this over Zoom, obviously, but we were so fortunate and uh, so much gratitude in meeting you in person a couple weeks ago at Paul Check's birthday party. And for all of you listening, we spent, I don't even know, time doesn't exist uh, at <laughs> Paul's house anymore, but, um, and especially after the pandemic and everything, but um, it was wonderful to get to spend some quality time uh, just talking with you and conversing and getting to uh, experience your magic, I'll say, and your insight, your intelligence, and your passion for essential oils and the magic that plants hold. And just getting to witness that in person was really, really awesome. And, and we were so grateful after the fact. We just like, we couldn't stop smiling after talking to you. We were just like, God, he's such a beautiful soul. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, thank you both. Yeah, I, I definitely had a wonderful time connecting with you both at Paul's house. And I'm grateful that we had a, a chance to meet together in person before our podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. I think it was, uh, it, you know, it's been a while now since we've had the fortune of uh, knowing Paul, but we were at his place for a workshop and we were going into meditation and he anointed us with these incredible oils. Uh, when he mentioned that they were from Essential Oil Wizardry, of course, it rung a bell for me. I've been listening to podcasts for years, recognized your name from Ben Greenfield and some of the others in the space and was like, okay, now that I have a podcast, there is no way I'm not getting this guy on. Uh, to get into the weeds. So we're definitely going to be getting into the weeds today. But before we do that, I'm going to ask you the question we ask every guest that comes on the medicine. And that is, what, Dr. Nick, do you love in your life so much? What aspect that you wish you could gift it to every human? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there's really two things that come through for me the strongest. And one is the gift that I feel in relationship to community. I feel that I've been so fortunate and blessed that um, not only have I uh, found community in almost all places that I travel relatively organically and with the use of technology, uh, but there's an inherent level of trust that everywhere that I go to, I am safe, I am connected. And to be able to build that feeling of community up here in Ashland, Oregon is something that feels really inspiring and empowering for me. Another mm, okay. aspect, thank you. Yeah, the, the other aspect that, that also feels really true for me is um, my connection in relationship with the plants. And um, over the past decade, I've really been cultivating a deeper level of wisdom and inherent relationship where, um, you know, my method of communicating with the plants is is uh, communicating with their soul essence. You know, their essential oils, their their CO two extracts, um, which is a concentrated intelligence. And to be able to learn from the raw data of nature, 
aromatically speaking and to feel the sensations in my body. It's a um, continued feedback loop that continues to educate me over mm. this past decade. And it's, it's so empowering to know that there's wisdom inherent in nature and all we have to do is listen. So I would say that that's the other um, gift of experience that's really um, intriguing in my life. Oh, I love both of those. And certainly we've experienced the value of both of those things in our own life. But when you say someone might be listening and certainly listeners of the medicine are used to this type of maybe uh, frequency or vibrational talk, right? When you say listening to the plants, certainly there, there might be someone that's like, wait, plants don't speak. They don't make noise. How are you listening? Is there any, any way you can explain or go into detail on on what you mean by listening so plants contain intelligence and information in nature you know the the pine tree is going to spread pollen and that that pollen is going to attract pollinators and the pollinators are going to spread that information or that nutrition as it needs to you know the the jasmine flowers they um they welcome those that walk by with with a beautiful aroma and it will attract bees and other types of creatures and so there's there's an innate um equilibrium that's found in nature where the different creatures and plants all communicate with each other so there's molecules found inside plants, which are known as terpenes. And these are the aromatic molecules responsible for flavor and fragrance. They're also the basic communication molecules found inside nature. And so if we really tune into our intuition and we, um, we do work on ourselves and we set the intention to really learn about what these plants are literally communicating to us, through terpenes and their intelligence and their expression, we can learn more about ourselves that can impact our lives in a profound way. I love that. It, it makes me think of, you know, the hermetic principle, which almost gets like marketed at this point and it's a little buzzy, but it's that as above, so below idea, the as within, so without. As, as humans, especially in 2021, we're constantly going to uh, social media and, and finding marketing on how to learn or how to hack your life. Uh, we're going to school to try to get educated. You know, maybe we're reading a ton of books or online courses, but crazy enough, if you just take your shoes off and go for a barefoot walk in nature, maybe get on all fours and <laughs> stare at plants up close. You might actually be learning a little bit more than you would flipping open a book you know, clicking right on a, a tab online through a course uh, to, to learn a little bit more about yourself, about how uh, life interacts with each other, picking up on some of these principles that plants hold and have, no, have known for millions and millions of years on just how to interact with other life forms in, in the most effective, efficient, profound way. So I absolutely love that and definitely want to get into more of that uh, today. Um, Dr. Nick, how, how did you get into this? You are such a wizard. Give us a little bit, you know, it doesn't have to be super long, but, but how did you get into the space where you are the wizard of essential oils? Cool. So, um, you know, as you stated, I'll, I'll um, focus it rather than give you the, the longer version of the story. 
it really was about following my intuition. Um, graduating pharmacy school, I was always fascinated by, by medicine and helping people. That was my intention for going into pharmacy. I was so fascinated by the effect that one little drug can have on the human body and its potential for healing. And so I kept an open mind and an open heart. And um, an experience that I had going to Burning Man um, led me to a bunch of different synchronicities where I had friends that were um, opening up a cannabis uh, testing facility. So that inspired me to ask the question, as a pharmacist, what can I do to support uh, the legitimate use of cannabis as a medicine? And so um, as I started doing consulting at cannabis clinics in California, that's when I learned about terpenes. And I mentioned a little bit earlier that these terpenes are aromatic molecules found inside plants that are responsible for flavor and fragrance. And the cannabis plant is um, quite potent in different aromatic terpenes. This is why all different types of species of, of cannabis will have such profound different notes, um, both in terms of their, their flavor profile and their effects. Um, it's due to both the cannabinoids and the terpenes and other molecules found inside the plant, which uh, extends such a, a variance. So that empowered me to ask the question, how can I modulate or improve patients' experiences utilizing less cannabis by supplementing with nature. And so I, I had the question, well, can we add more terpenes into a person's experience through a different mechanism? And that answer was the essential oils. And so that was my synchronistic path that brought me into a, an active study of, of sharing different essential oils, experimenting with them with um, vaporization techniques in oral ingestion, and um, you know some radical exploration in my earlier years that really got me to have a profound respect for the power of these plant extracts. Wow, I love that. So when you went into pharmacy school, you didn't have, did, or rather I'll, I'll ask, did you have the sort of kind of holistic nature-based outlook that you have now in your life and your experience? Or did that gradually um, come about with your discovery of things like essential oils and the benefits of cannabis or, or was that always there? Um, I've always kept an open mind and an open heart. And so I always wanted to help patients in the best ways that I was able to, whatever that was. And so I felt my duty and role as a pharmacist was to educate and empower my clients with all possible potentials and bring them to the best routes of support. And so, um, my personal experiences, I had mononucleosis um, when I was a um, teenager to my, my mid-20s. Um, mononucleosis, chronic fatigue was my experience. Um, and so for close to 10 years, um, I was using Chinese medicine and homeopathy uh, for my own personal experience because um, 
because Western medicine didn't know how to support my, uh, my health or my energy level. And so my own personal experience, I, I worked with these alternative types of treatments and kept an open mind to them as an adjunctive. And I also um, had believed that pharmaceuticals were the way because that's how I was brought up. Got it. Gotcha. That's so great that you say open mind and open heart. Um, I think that if every doctor, whether that be pharmacist or MD or whatever, if that was uh, a foundational value, we would have a very different system of medicine. And uh, yeah, it's a reminder for every human. You know, we have, yeah. a, we have a platform as a podcast and right. we keep that perspective uh, in mind as we're communicating, as we're talking to people, um, just having that open mind, open heart is, is so critical to anything. Yeah, you know, any platform uh, that you have at all, maybe maybe educate us a little bit on you know essential oils and how do they work in the body, and and I mean both physically and energetically because there's a big piece to that uh, of energetics as well. Cool. So these essential oils contain um, these pharmacologically active constituents that um, that stimulate through the um, through the aromatic senses, and it stimulates the limbic system and the amygdala. And the um, these aromatic molecules, when they bind to the receptors inside of the nose, there's specific locks and keys. And I'm actually sharing one theory about um, about scent because I, I know that there's a number of different uh, alternative theories associated with um, with how the um, how the sense works, and so um, when these lock and key uh, molecules, these volatile molecules, bind inside of the nose, there there's actually an immediate effect that happens in the limbic system to affect the emotional system. And so, giving a specific example, this is why if you were you were young and your grandmother had roses or jasmine flowers just growing lusciously in her garden and you walk by the neighborhood and you smell something and you get a quick uh a quick little zap of a memory of a of a fond appreciation for your grandmother sometimes the conscious mind doesn't even realize where the initial input is that it was the the aroma that triggered that old memory from when you were a child. And so these oils and their aromatic constituents have a real powerful effect on shaping the mood and uh, working and tonifying the emotional body. And they can trigger uh, back beneficial and or challenging memories from when you were younger, where there could have been an aroma associated with a specific experience that was present during um, someone's experience. And so this is how they can work on, on an emotional level. And I find that the emotional level um, is is one component and it's a powerful component that i really work with a lot um, the the physical component really aligns with the the constituents and how uh, a very small amount of these essential oils are pharmacologically active inside of the physical body um, I believe it was Dr. Ethan Russo who wrote a paper. Um, it was related to can cannabinoids and terpenes. And his research showed that at very 
low concentrations, there's pharmacological effects inside the body um, in as low as less than 0.05%. There can be um, an effect on the physical body. So to give you an example of something physiologically, there are, um, there's components such as thymol or carvacrol found inside thyme or oregano. And these molecules have been found to be extremely antimicrobial and uh, in fact have a very low MIC against um, drug resistant bacteria such as MRSA. Um, and this has been studied in the literature. And so you can find really powerful molecules found inside plants in small amounts. And when you're concentrating through the process of distillation or CO2 extraction, you are getting the, um, you're concentrating this aromatic material, these volatile compounds, which are extremely pharmacologic and just a very small amount of these can have profound effects on the human body. Mm. Wow. That's great. Can you um, quickly go back? You said MIC. What does that stand for? Um, minimum inhibitory concentration. And so that's a little bit more of a medical term stating that there will be an effectiveness um, above this concentration. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, when, you know, using your oils, you've said one drop, you need one drop. And these are, these are blends or tinctures that are already uh, sort of diluted. Is that correct? So, so you need a very, very small amount of these very powerful constituents to have uh, a positive benefit in the body. That's correct. Yeah. Essential oils are, are very concentrated. In fact, I, I really tell people these days, less is more when working with essential oils. There's so much information and intelligence. And I, I feel that in the subtleties, there is um, there's real magic. And so I, I oftentimes will suggest people to um, work more with the subtle realms and some people will also choose to experiment and dive in a little bit deeper or um, work with um, stronger amounts. And I know that that was part of my process. When I was younger, about a decade ago, I was really ingesting um, numbers of drops of essential oils on most days. Um, and I did this for probably one to two years where I was really experimenting. And for me, um, that really aligned with um, who I was. It, it was um, kind of an all or nothing kind of individual. And the way that I interpret information is if I saturate my system, I, I have a, a deeper awareness of the potential of a material, be it plant or extract or um, mineral or any type of um, any type of agent that's going to work on my physiology. And by, by learning the extent of where it can go with higher concentrations, then I can come back into a, a better level of balance. And so I would say I'm actually at the other side of the scale now where I use far less um, because my body is so sensitive to all of these amazingly potent medicines that, um, that I've been working with over the last decade 
that I really know how to use them at very small concentrations and it will just give me the information to kick my body back into alignment if I'm feeling out of alignment. Yeah, uh, the path of a true uh, shaman indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, know that, I know that we felt that in our, our life as well in, in the space of you know, relationships. Although it wasn't intentional, we went to the degree of you know, getting a divorce and an actual separation just in order to find our way back to uh, what balance looks like, what moderation looks like, what the what the kind of dynamic between you know push and pull and yin and yang truly looks like, and and uh, mm -hmm. that was by exploring the nth degree on this thing that we call uh, the human romantic relationship for for certain. Um, and and out of curiosity, you know, I love I love uh, that you use the term wizard and wizardry. What is the significance of that in in your business, but maybe for you personally, is it kind of that shaman's path of uh, learning and understanding such that you can then gift it through the world uh, with your magic? I feel like you've nailed it even better than I would. <laughs> Thank you, Chase. For me, for me, I was um, having a conversation and connecting with my friend, Ryan Greendike. So thanks, Ryan, out in the ethers. Um, and he's, he's really brilliant with, um, with marketing and education. And it was literally just a conversation of um, wanting to share our oils because it became more and more clear that the oils were my path. And my natural expression was one that was very bright and vibrant and expressive and um, full of magic and passion and care. And the, the way that the oils um, work and in, in relationship to the various um, forms that I was using with with the tinctures and the vaporizing and the um, the various effects that I was able to share with people, um, you know, was described as magic for people. And so he came up with the term wizardry, essential oil wizardry, and it landed so well in my heart. It felt so true to who I am. And I, I believe that there can be a perception of good magic and bad magic or good wizardry and bad wizardry. And um, I, my intention is, uh, is pure and to help people and to share that passion for plants and the potential that these agents can bring into our lives. I love that. We, from a very young age, Chase and I both, uh, it sounds sort of silly, but it's very real for us that we've bonded and connected over magical things in our life. Even something like becoming quite obsessed with Harry Potter and the story of, you know, that type of uh, hero archetype and through that story. And it sounds sort of silly, but experiencing magic like that, um, I feel like it leaves you, to use your term, uh, your, your mind and your heart open for other areas of potential magic in your life. And so when we uh, saw the brand Essential Oil Wizardry, it's like an easy just yeah. connect because I, I will speak for both of us that I know uh, we openly look for more you know, experiencing more magic in our lives and uh, definitely with, with your oils, it, 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 it shines through. And, and I think you explained it beautifully and, and uh, Chase uh, captured it as well, I think. But um, I, I love that so much. And it, it really is unique. And you guys, you got to look at his logo because if I'm remembering off the top of my head correctly, it's a, a beaker with a heart and a wizard's hat, right? 
You're spot on. <laughs> so it really like encompasses everything that you're about. You're about, you know, looking at the science and looking at clinical research and the benefits that we see in modern day science and medicine and always with from an open heart, that green ray love, that green ray energy, and then also that wizard's cap that you're you're adding in your your splash of magic. Um, we are just as intentional with our logo that we created, which is like a, you know, play on words for we call it the mushroom of life where it sort of looks like the tree of life but it's a mushroom and you also you know look a little closer and it's two bodies woven together that are actually one with the mushroom mm. so the 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 logo game yeah. is on point i love it total alignment <laughs> yeah um you know for me personally i haven't always been a user of essential oils in fact most of the time when I'd walk into uh, maybe it's somebody's home or, or even close friends or family who have essential oils going, and I feel like I'm walking into the Nordstrom like perfume department, yeah. just getting completely slammed with this scent that is almost overwhelming for me, someone who's never worn hardly cologne or hardly deodorant. And except you know a couple years ago when, when Paul introduced me to uh, your oils, what if you can, uh, because to me, it's a completely different experience, and I'm not trying to trash or tarnish any other brand, but for me, it is a completely different experience. What, in your opinion, makes uh, your oils and the essential oil wizardry process really a pioneer in the space? You know, what is, what is making this so remarkable compared to kind of the rest? Yeah. Well, um, thanks for recognizing the magic put into our oils and the difference can be felt if we pay attention and or um, take deep inhalations in. There are notable differences in our oils compared to many on the market. And so I'm happy to share some of the behind the scenes secrets, if you will. So sourcing high quality organic and or wild crafted essential oils, CO2 extracts or floral absolutes is really just where our company begins in regards to collecting our oils. Um, the reason that is, is because what we've learned is that the oils are really sensitive to subtle energies and for about a decade, I've been playing with all types of really interesting technologies. And you'll be able to see this because um, we have uh, a camera on. This is a biogeometry clearing tray. Um, biogeometry makes a few different um, types of um, products and devices that can really amplify the potency of the oils. And some of them really help to amplify the therapeutic effects. Um, others I find really amplify the aromatic qualities. Um, so I've discovered something around 10 different devices and um, ways to use these devices. Like this is, this is actually marketed as a, um, as a device to help modulate EMF and um, it works by structuring water. Well, not only does it structure the water, but it has a really palpable effect on the aromatic qualities of the oils. And what's interesting about quite a number of these devices is it's not always an amplifier in a positive way. And so it takes tuning into my intuition and a lot of experience has brought me to this point as well about what might 
improve the overall blend or formulation so that it expresses itself in an even more full and rich capacity versus something that might, um, let's say, um, I could give a very uh, specific example. If I wanted to uh, work with vetiver, which is deep and earthy and very grounding and centering in terms of its um, physiological qualities. If I chose to lift something up and maybe stimulate kind of the mind or the crown chakra, if you will, um, I can use the example of the crystal bowls that we tune our oils in. So we have a set of 432 hertz based crystal bowls, all different notes, and each of the oils inform me to vibrate them using um, one of the various notes, um, A through G. And the um, if I were to take vetiver and if I were to put it into the B note, um, the B crystal bowl, and I were to play it for two minutes, the result is it really loses its deep earthy expression and it's it's almost uplifting and cheery but not quite and so it literally loses its identity and it's somewhere in between the the grounded phase and the heavenly phase and it starts to lose luster um and so there's so many different ways that you can amplify and shift the quality of the oils. And so over the past decade, I've really been exploring how I can take the best and make it even more amazing. And it's a constant learning. It's a constant opportunity for growth. And um, there's always something new that we can do to bring, bring something to a higher expression. Hey, Blue Fang. All right, we got to talk about the G word, glyphosate, also known as Roundup. You know that weed killer stuff that your dad sprayed on dandelions in your yard? Well, it's actually licensed as an antibiotic, and it's actually being used on the majority of our foods by conventional and even some organic farmers. This means that every time we eat foods that have been sprayed with glyphosate, we are consuming antibiotics. So not only are we repeatedly wrecking the diversity in our gut microbiome, but glyphosate has also been linked to liver disease, cancer, hormone disruption, birth defects, infertility, depression, and more. So this is a really big deal. And you're not alone if the glyphosate battle can sometimes feel overwhelming. I totally get it. But instead of feeling helpless, I want you to be informed and empowered. There are brands that are doing the extra work and going the extra mile to provide the glyphosate residue-free certification on their products. One of those brands is Organifi. When you use a scoop of any of the Organifi superfood blends, you can rest easy every time knowing that each one of Organifi's ingredients, whether it's the medicinal mushrooms, adaptogens, or other health-supporting herbs, are carefully sourced from organic farmers who do not use glyphosate. Because I prefer to live my life without chronic disease, I am obsessed with finding foods that are certified glyphosate-free. I do not want this toxic antibiotic in my life or in my body. 
Being your own best health advocate starts with understanding exactly what is going into your beautiful body. And Organifi makes it so easy for us. My favorites right now are the green, the red, and the gold also known as the Sunrise to Sunset Bundle. To grab this bundle or any of the other glyphosate-free Organifi products, go to Organifi.com and use the code MIMIFIT at checkout for 15% off each and every order. That's M-I-M-I-F-I-T at checkout for 15% off. Or just check the show notes. Remember, once we know better, we can do better. And now, you know. Cheers, boo. Wow, that's so cool. I love that example where it's not necessarily making it for the example you said vetiver. Yes. Um, it's not necessarily uh, making it uh, unusable or, or, but it, it changes the qualities to which you would want to use that oil. So I, I'm, I'm having a hard time phrasing this, but does it make it... Um, inert or unusable or neutral, or is it just altering it in a way now where if you sort of advertise, for lack of a better word, saying that vetiver is grounding and someone uses it and feel if they're very sensitive, they might feel actually uplifted or cheerful or whatever. They're not feeling that groundedness. Of course, that would take a very sensitive and in tune person probably, but is that what you're saying or does it actually... Um, change it in such a way that it would be unusable. I think you hit it on spot on first time Mimi. So um, someone who's sensitive might notice, oh, this is a little zippy. And it's also, I'm also a little relaxed. And so you might be in a state in between, which isn't necessarily desirable. It's not a bad thing and it can still be usable and it will still smell like vetiver um, to the untrained nose. And it, even to the trained nose, it will smell like vetiver, but it will smell, I wouldn't define it as off, but it loses some of its um, deep earthy characteristics where it's a little bit bright and cheery and earthy simultaneously. And it feels a little bit lost both in my nose and in my body when I experience it. And so um, it's really a novel art of alchemy and practice that has developed for me over the past decade in uh, exploring. You know, I have different, um, different holograms that are programmed with different frequencies. And it, it's interesting because you can make an oil smell undesirable. And there has have been, I mean, I can count on less than one hand where I've taken a small bottle, I've, I've tested something in a certain way and it's just not desirable anymore. And mm. I wouldn't define it as bad. I would just say, I don't wanna use it. It, it loses its, its major characteristic or, or it brings up another note that might've been a minor note and it it throws it out of balance and and sometimes you can play with it i would say usually you can play with it on an energetic level using all these different tools and devices to bring it to a higher expression where where that's not noticed and you you really amplify it again um and it's also a really intriguing practice so um you know answering the question once again i found that you can program when 
them with different frequencies. You can play them in uh, with specific frequencies uh, using uh, crystal bowls. You can utilize organite, um, which really helps to amplify information into the oil. You can um, use biogeometry or some of these other charging plates um, that are available on the market. And each has somewhere between a subtle and a relatively profound effect. I, I have taken so many people in my lab over the past decade, and quite a number of them are very science-based, um, science grounded um, into clinical research, and just approach it with an open mind, actually believing that it's not going to have any different type of effect. And I haven't had anyone leave my lab that hasn't noticed some sort of shift, even though they can't, some of them can't qualify or quantify what the, what the gift is with their language, because it's a, it's a, it's a practice to learn the little subtleties in the nuances between before and afters. And um, I've had no individuals say that they, they're not noticing any different. And the tools wow. have gotten more profound and interesting over the years. And so uh, it really keeps me busy in the lab when I'm playing here with yeah. the oils. Oh my gosh, so fun. I it, love that. It's such a reflection of, of what is so needed on the macro. Uh, we're caught up in this world of rational and it's left to right and top to bottom. We talk about it often, you know, some refer to it as a very masculine type approach to life or uh, our world being very structured and analytical and black and white, yet experience and knowledge, especially experiential knowledge is felt. It may not ever be able to be defined. It may not able uh, uh, to be articulated rationally. Yet there's this noetic sense. There are these downloads. There's this experiential knowledge gained through a holistic approach that you know puts you into your feels, and you you get these types of experiences through keeping that open mind, through keeping mm -hmm. that uh, perspective. You know, jumping into a little bit, you know, areas of uh, supplementation or maybe the primary pain points people are using your essential oils for? What are you traditionally seeing the most of as far as like use of these oils? Yeah. So um, I would say some of the major, uh, you described them as pain points. Um, I, I look at it as how do we augment life? And um, I would say people most commonly will utilize essential oils to alter their mood or their, um, their way of interpreting the world. Um, pain, stress, um, you know, some people call it anxiety. Um, uh, for sleep, for headaches, um, there's, there's really such a profound numbers, uh, number of ways that people are utilizing the oils and um, focus and mood, uh, respiratory, um, working with their immune system to support their immune system is a big one, especially during these times. So there's lots of different categories. And what's really intriguing about the essential oils is that they contain um, tens to hundreds of different constituents found inside nature. So nature creates this, this natural synergy that um, 
is able to support the human physiology. And their mechanisms of action vary and create this symphony inside of the body. And so an oil that might be supportive for um, the emotional self. So let me give an example, geranium. Um, geranium is high in geraniol and um, it is a heart opening essential oil. In fact, I find that rose geranium specifically is one of the most powerful um, tools that I have found in transitioning relationships. So mm. post breakup, um, what I find is at a um, at an energetic or emotional level, if I take a few drops of the rose geranium, rub it into my hands and apply it in front of um, and around my heart and chest. And I can also do the back heart area. And then I apply it onto my physical, um, physical chest and heart. I notice a lightning around my, my attachment to the story or attachment to the anger mm. um, associated with the aspects that weren't working in the relationship. Mm. And I found that that can really um, be very helpful for redefining the, the connection between the individual. And I've seen this within my own life as a powerful agent and um, within dozens of others who have, who have noted that it's been particularly helpful. Mm. Um, and so it, it can help support the resolve associated with the circumstance and or um, depending upon how a person's personal um, process is, they can even redefine their relationship because it's almost like removing yourself from the circumstance and being able to look at a third party perspective and um, not internalize the attachment to the anger or the experience. Mm. And so this is an example of uh, an essential oil working on an emotional level in a pretty profound way. Um, the rose geranium also has uh, antifungal qualities and um, is really supportive for the skin, utilizing very small concentrations, um, likely about one to 2% infused in your favorite carrier oil, such as jojoba oil, it's because the geranium can be a dermal irritant um, for some people with sensitive skin. And it also is really great at just, um, it's really nutrifying for the skin. Uh, I, I, I have heard that it helps to support uh, collagen production, mm -hmm. and it, it's something that I, I should verify before we um, imprint that in for all the listeners here. Um, but it does have a profound effect on the skin. It leaves it feeling really supple and shiny and, um, and healthy overall. And so there's there's many ways that the oils can function, um, both on a physiologically, emotional, um, energetic um, level that really can support a person's evolution. So we have um, heart harmony, which we just anointed ourselves with before we jumped on here with you. Does that contain the, the rose or geranium that you're speaking about? It's, it um, contains both rose and rose geranium. Okay, and, so, um, so those are two different things. Okay, got it. Uh-huh, 
Yeah, yeah. So rose geranium is geranium essential oil, the rose subtype, because there's a few different types of geraniums. So the rose geranium is intended to specify uh, which subtype of geranium it is. Gotcha. And the Heart Harmony does have both um, uh, rose absolute from Bulgaria, and it also contains the um, rose geranium from South Africa. So if Chase and I are having a maybe charged or intense conversation, maybe resolving some things in our relationship. Bring in a third party. Just so you all know, we are never done. <laughs> we're never done working on our relationship. I mean, some yeah. people might look at, oh, they haven't figured out. They, you know, they, we do have a lot of love and, and um, consciousness between the two of us. And we're always looking to deepen our relationship. But that is never, we're never done. You know, we're, we're still human. We're still experiencing this this human um, experience, right? So if we're about to have a, uh, a charged or intense conversation, maybe instead of just jumping right into it, we could maybe get a drop or two of the, the heart harmony and either anoint ourselves or anoint each other, or I'm even envisioning us anointing ourselves maybe and then embracing actually putting our hearts together to kind of connect before our actual words connect. What do you think about that? I think that's the beautiful intention. Yeah, there's um, there's so many plant allies that can really support us in the work. And so um, as you were sharing, Mimi, one thing that came through was um, our ultrasonic bobansana tincture. And um, bobansana is, is a plant that grows out in the Amazon in South America. And um, it's, it's a big, beautiful tree and has uh, amazing colored flowers. You can, you can look on it on your um, favorite search app. And so this beautiful plant is said to contain, uh, from an esoteric perspective, is, is said to contain mermaid energy or water energy and is really helpful for opening up the heart and supporting with a level of compassion. And um, I find it to be uh, mildly mood elevating and softening around the heart and um, may empower with a deeper level of compassion and or empathy. And so that would be another example of um, a way that these, these plants can be conscientiously um, allied with to bring them into our bodies to connect in more conscientious ways. I love, I love that. that. And I love the term uh, allies. Yeah, plant uh, allies. We, we are all in this together. And I love that, uh, the use of the term allies in that sense. Uh, maybe maybe we're, we're going to, you know, here in a minute, kind of walk through some specific uh, offerings and some specific products that might help some of uh, Mimi and my own intentions. Uh, but before that, maybe a little breakdown on the product types. Guys, if you're listening, um, get on the Essential Oil Wizardry website and go through the host of products. It is an absolute treasure chest. And uh, maybe as a little bit of a guide or, uh, on this podcast, we can talk through what some of those product types are like. Maybe a general description, a general intention on how to use and, and you know, what might be included uh, in, in these categories. You break them down, um, at least from, from what, what we have seen in blends, tinctures, including ultrasonic tinctures, um, pure oils, CO2 extracts, and absolutes. So maybe take us through a little bit uh, the differences between each one of these um, general descriptions and how we would go about using these. Yeah. 
Um, so the pure essential oils, um, so a steam distilled essential oil is, um, it's extracted using um, steam and pressure. And uh, it's, um, those are the most common essential oils available out on the market. And they're a little bit lighter um, and um, like typically they have a lower density than something like a CO2 extract or a um, absolute, which is solvent extracted. And for therapeutic purposes, one would consider utilizing a, um, a pure essential oil and or a CO2 extract. You wouldn't want to use something that uses a toxic solvent. Um, so uh, most of the absolutes are um, extracted with solvents that you wouldn't want to put into your body. And so um, and there's quite a number of them that are solvent extracted with um, with ethanol. Now, um, the truth is, is that there are um, the processes of extraction with solvents have gotten so good that there's micro amounts um, uh, that are that are so um, there's such micro amounts that I may actually personally utilize a, um, a Bulgarian rose absolute that has been extracted with a less desirable solvent. Um, in some hot cacao or um, in, in uh, chocolate that we're prepping because it has such a full and rich flavor. And you're, we're talking, you know, 99.999 plus percent of, um, of the intelligence of the rose in such a deep and profound way. And, um, and my suggestion is for people to focus um, for therapeutic purposes and or for, um, for those who consider internal ingestion, um, work with the um, the pure essential oils or the CO2 extracts. So uh, a CO2 extract is considered to be more full spectrum compared to a steam distilled essential oil. And if you're looking to maximize your therapeutic potential of a of a specific um, single um, single plant ingredient. A CO2 extract might be um, the most uh, the most potent of the bunch. Now, um, these pure essential oils can be utilized in a diffuser. Um, a great majority of them. Um, some diffusers, really, really thick oils such as vetiver, may want to be diluted with a different type of oil such as lemon, something that's really uh, literally light and runny in terms of its um, its texture. And um, so pure essential oils or CO2 extracts can be used in your diffuser. They can be vaporized. They can be put into your bath. They can be massaged into the bottom of your feet. Um, you could put a few drops um, um, under your nose and take some deep inhalations in. They can be diluted into your favorite um, uh, body care products. There's just such an assortment of way to work with pure essential oils um, or CO2 extracts. And typically one would want to dilute them um, if they're going to be using for direct topical application. And so um, that's really a, a general overview, if you will. And remember the clause that with essential oils, less is more. And so that will qualify for our pure essential oils, our CO2 extracts, and our absolutes. Got it. Now, the, um, so our Wizard Alchemy blends are really um, formulated products that have been inspired 
both with rational thought and just completely complete intuition, ranging um, along that spectrum. And um, so each product is going to be specific and unique. And a majority of those are already infused in a carrier oil. And I love to have my formulations strong and effective. Um, and so uh, many of our formulations can be further diluted if um, you have sensitive skin and or want to make the bottle last longer, then you're absolutely empowered to dilute them. I would say that a majority of our of our oils are probably about 40 to 65 plus percent um, in terms of our, our blends, which are intended uh, direct for application. And uh, those are going to be considerably higher than um, many schools of thought in the world of aromatherapy. And I, you know, I'm very happy to say and to share that people really experience the totality of our oils and our blends. And so, um, so that's a little bit about our wizard alchemy blends. Um, what I might also comment about that is, you know, there's, there's subsections, if you will, um, we have essential oil tinctures and I like I enjoy um, utilizing a single drop on my tongue, or sometimes I'll put them into warm teas or beverages. Um, when I when I put the drop on the tongue, because it's in a, a high proof alcohol, I will take a deep inhalation in through my mouth right after I apply to my my tongue, and then the aromatic molecules will go straight to my lungs where it enters the bloodstream immediately mm. through the alveoli. And so that's a really great way to work with the um, essential oil tinctures very rapidly. Um, there's a quick onset for the um, therapeutic effects. Um, you know, a, a great example of that would be our respire and or super immune boost tincture. And so, um, Super immune boost is peppermint, oregano, cinnamon, clove, and eucalyptus infused in organic sugarcane alcohol. And so um, that really is a quick immune boost and it tastes amazing. Some people like to utilize it as a breath freshener, um, just taking a single drop on the tongue, breathing it in. And um, yeah, it's a great ally. The Respire, just in the same way, um, we have a Respire tincture, which is um, one of our mo more popular respiratory formulas. Um, and uh, just putting a single drop on the tongue, you can breathe it into the lungs, where is where that is the intended um, site of action. And so intelligently thinking about how you're wanting the results of working with the essential oils there's different ways to utilize the oils. Um, you know, I, I described the vaporizer. Uh, about a decade ago, my, my story, which I'll um, highlight very briefly here, I discovered the power of essential oils because I had pneumonia and it was um, getting worse and worse. And right on at the day that I determined I needed to go see a doctor because I, I thought I, had the potential to die. Mm -hmm. I, um, I had this sudden insight where I saw my essential oil vaporizer and I saw oil of oregano sitting right next to it. And because of my research on the antimicrobial um, antiviral qualities of Carvacrol, one of the constituents found inside the oil of oregano, 
I figured if it could kill MRSA, it could kill whatever was growing in my lungs. And I was right. And so because my lungs were the infected site of action, I, I heated, heated it up, took some deep inhalations in. Um, I was aware of the risk of the high levels of irritation. And being that I felt like I was about to die, I felt as though I had nothing to lose. And so that was a risk that I was willing to take. And um, after much coughing um, and sputum coming out of my system, uh, I, I felt uh, a great deal better, about 10, 15, maybe 20%, somewhere in that vicinity, uh, after a 15-minute session. Um, and that was my, my third bout with pneumonia. And so that was a really profound experience wow. because typically... Um, my phar pharmaceutical treatments that I was taking took somewhere about four to six days before I started noticing any minute uh, improvement in my oh. experience. <clears throat> so to feel somewhere between about a 10 and a 20% improvement in about 15 minutes. Um, Powerful. Profound. Profound. And so, um, so these blends are really targeted for specific uses. Um, everything from um, stimulating the lymph system, the kidneys, helping the body detox, supporting the immune system, um, different botanical perfumes to wear uh, that embody different moods, both uplifting to support your confidence or your expression. Um, everything is... Um, there's a lot of intention with our Wizard Alchemy blends. And our, our website is really full with um, descriptions and videos that people can learn very detailed um, intentions around each of our formulations. Um, so I think to kind of cap off, there was, we've discussed about the uh, essential oil tinctures, our Wizard Alchemy blends, our pure essential oils, and our, um, our ultrasonic tinctures, I think, is is probably the last major category um, that I wish to discuss. And um, the ultrasonic tinctures are produced in-house here in Ashland, Oregon. And so we are sourcing organic and or wild-crafted um, plant material. Um, lots of it we've actually been getting from um, Southern Oregon companies around Williams. and. Um, it's been amazing to ask local friends that are farmers who are uh, growing medicinal herbs and to be able to source that material from them. And to um, what we're utilizing is an ultrasonic process. So utilizing sound, um, we, we, have, we have a machine that really helps, uh, it utilizes ultrasonic sound um, in water as the medium. And so there's a vibration that occurs that um, really helps to uh, break down the cell walls of the plant material, and it pulls out the, the alkaloids and the different um, aromatic materials um, in, in, a very quick, uh, in a very quick way. And so we get a concentrated tea, which we then are able to um, utilize vacuum distillation um, after a filtration process, and we're left with, a, with an ultrasonic extract. And so this ultrasonic extract is not an essential oil. Um, it contains a, a more full spectrum picture of what a plant has to offer. And um, 
and it, it's it's essentially cooked down, but we're using very low temperatures. And so what's very unique and novel is we're essentially producing extremely concentrated and potent tincture formulations with the uh, with a plant's intelligence intact. And we're able to do this, um, our, our full process takes about a week um, in order um, from extraction time to finish tincture product. And um, what's amazing is our ultrasonic tinctures for those of you who have ever tried a, a tincture on the market and don't specifically notice an effect, that isn't the experience with um, a majority of our ultrasonic tinctures. I, I really am able to connect with plants individually for my first time utilizing our ultrasonic extraction technology. A very uh, specific example is ultrasonic skullcap tincture. So skullcap is a nervine tonic herb that um, helps to reduce stress. And I've, I've always taken it in formulations and I've never really, you know, I might kind of notice it or I kind of feel like I'm a little bit more relaxed maybe. Uh, and I'm pretty sensitive. And I find that many tinctures will have a subtle effect, especially if used, um, uh, in, uh, with regular use. And so my experience with our ultrasonic skullcap tincture is when I, when I took some in and I held it under the tongue for about 30 seconds to a minute for best absorption, what I noticed was, uh, there's, there's a relaxation of the mind. I, I, I noticed my physical body relax and my mind relaxes but it's also hyper engaged and focused. And so mm -hmm. what's, what's really interesting about skullcap as a plant ally that I notice in my own physiology and, and many people uh, mirror this quality to me uh, with regard to our, our skullcap tincture is that it, it slows down an overactive mind, but it's also very focused. And so it's almost adaptogenic. Um, I, I qualify it as adaptogenic in its quality as a nervine tonic herb, because if I wanted to get sharper before a podcast, I can take some ultrasonic skullcap tincture and it would help to uh, alleviate some of my stress levels that I might be feeling, but I'm also very sharp and focused. Whereas something a little bit stronger like our, um, like our Kava Chill formulation, it's so relaxing and it really slows down an overactive mind that I can't really focus and I'm less inspired to be very linear. And so <laughs> yeah. um, these, these plants are very powerful and by engaging with them, there's a lot to learn. And what I feel is most important is there's a lot to learn about ourselves. Mm -hmm. These plants are really able to open up these doors so that we have the ability to access these states of being endogenously. Hey, Blue Fang. HPV, that is human papillomavirus, can be a really scary thing. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with HPV, the next two minutes are for you, my girl or guy. Over 14 million Americans are diagnosed every year with some strain of HPV, yet it's still weirdly hush-hush in our society. 
Even though three out of four sexually active adults will likely come into contact with HPV, there is still a negative stigma associated with it. Countless women have told me that they feel dirty, ashamed, and scared to tell anyone, even their partner. One woman I spoke to was a virgin until she was married, and she still contracted HPV from her spouse. Her story is proof that HPV does not equal gross or shameful. We must let go of this negative, dirty stigma. It's dangerous. It's keeping men and women quiet, not asking questions or searching for safe alternatives to treatment. That's where I came in. I was inspired by the hundreds of women I spoke to who were feeling alone and desperate for help, saying things like, my doctor didn't explain anything to me. I needed to provide a safe place for these women to ask questions, get educated, and find safe alternatives to the cutting, poking, scraping, and other invasive procedures that are common practice with HPV treatment. I needed to provide the space for you to stand back, take a look at your lifestyle, and learn how to stack the deck in your favor for clearing HPV, to have confidence in your body's own innate ability to heal, and to reconnect with your body, which is working so hard for you right now. The safe place I created is my digital course called Clear. This course includes video, audio, and downloadable PDFs. We dive deep into the research-backed, safe, effective supplementation, nutritional guidance, mindset practice, and stress management needed for clearing HPV. It's perfect for the woman wanting to finally be rid of the anxiety that comes with HPV, abnormal pap smears, and cervical dysplasia. It provides a holistic approach because you are not just a cervix or cluster of abnormal cells. You are a whole person. To learn more about Clear and even check out some of the curriculum, go to getmimifit.com clear, or just check out the show notes for the direct link to the course. And you can use the code medicine for 10% off at checkout. That's M-E-D-I-C-I-N, no E, for 10% off. Remember, don't give up. You can heal. All right, back to the pod. Wow. I love that. That was a beautiful explanation. I can't wait to listen back myself and, and take notes on what you're saying. Well, we can speak to this firsthand from, from our experience over the last couple of months. Um, for instance, I believe it's tribulus. I think I'm pronouncing correctly. That, yeah, that has been extremely, tribulus. Yeah, that has been a very powerful guys out there who are listening. Uh, <laughs> that one is definitely, I can feel, you know, kind of the sexual benefits of that one. Um, mm-hmm. And we've enjoyed cosmic orgasm, which, which oddly enough, is not necessarily as much sexual as it is just like an, an uh, a euphoric experience, euphoric, uh, pleasurable experience. And we've taken that, for instance, before we go to the beach and spend an afternoon together. Um, and they truly are efficacious. So we got to get some of that skull cap, though. That sounds absolutely incredible. And I'm very curious about the kava as well. Um, just mm-hmm. a uh, clarifying question: You mentioned, you know, two ways now to take these tinctures, and I want to be clear on um, your best recommendation for the regular tinctures. You say to put a drop on your tongue 
um, and then take a sharp inhale, get those constituents into the lungs where they can then go to directly to the, the blood. And then you mentioned the ultrasonic tincture, one drop, um, I believe, underneath the tongue for about 30 seconds. Is that uh, consistent within both the ultrasonic and the regular tinctures? Is that how you want to use them? Or is it a more intuitive thing for you? Yeah, so um, I can clarify. Um, typically with the ultrasonic tinctures, I, um, I, I'm utilizing about a quarter of a dropper full to a dropper full. So different dosing for the ultrasonic extracts as it's not a, a pure essential oil. Um, and the proof of the alcohol is not as high. It's more like a concentrated tincture versus okay. um, an essential oil tincture. And so um, I typically am suggesting a quarter of a dropper full for uh, an individual that is um, very sensitive and half a dropper full for um, most is good for most people. A dropper full um, might be kind of the, the lower, higher, upper limit. And um, those are usually kind of the, uh, the ranges that I might suggest most people to start off with. Now, there's very specific um, extracts that I've explored over the past um, few years, including our ultrasonic Kana um, at higher doses. That one is, is quite euphoric and, and serves as a, um, uh, a social lubricant, if you will, um, a social euphoriant. Um, Kana is a, uh, a natural um, succulent from South Africa and Kana is quite euphoric. And I think the, the closest I can qualify the experience to would be something similar to a natural version of MDA with less heart opening um, qualities and more body euphoria. Mm -hmm. um, wow. You know, the, uh, the Kana is, um, that's one of our, um, our tinctures that's uh, reserved for for alchemy tribe members and um, is is definitely not for everyone. Um, people should note if they're taking SSRIs or anything that works on the serotonergic um, system, uh, that kana might not be the best um, plant ally to explore. But it's Got definitely it. very interesting as a um, a natural euphoriant. Another one that we need to check out because we now have an ever-growing list of uh. of oils and tinctures and everything that we're like okay we got to get that one <laughs> this is such a blast and, and it kind of leads us to to the next piece here which um everybody listening uh, you all know that the medicine podcast is all about expansion for uh, the body mind and relationships uh, and so what we're going to do now with dr nick is actually go through uh what is something that is so unique to essential oil wizardry which is this customized experience you know we're we're meeting with the wizard, we're meeting with the shaman, and uh, we're setting our intentions. Mimi and I will each individually go through uh, some intentions with which we would like to share uh, with Dr. Nick around our body, our mind, and our relationships, and then hear from him as it pertains to what essential oils or what products would specifically meet or support those intentions. And before we get into this, I think one thing that I would like to address um, and you've mentioned it a few times, and you mentioned it when uh, we met you, and that is leaning in and listening to your intuition. I think I've been around a lot of people in the space, um, and there are a few, and I really do mean a few only, 
who have this ability to tap into themselves and listen to uh, your soul or however you want to define it, this level of uh, divinity, this level of divine knowledge within themselves that bypasses um, the ego, bypasses the programming, and truly uh, communicates the deepest intentions of, of somebody's heart. And I've, I've seen that from you, and it is extremely yeah. rare. And you mentioned it a couple <laughs> times. For all of us listening and uh, for us asking, how do you listen to your intuition? And if there was somebody out there, you know, including ourselves, who was trying to tap into their intuition more, what would you suggest? Cool. This is uh, an exciting question. Um, so I'm tuning into how best to answer it. And, um, and part of my reason of, of formulating this response is because I perceive that individuals will have an even easier time in developing a relationship with their intuition than me. Um, part of that feels like 2020, 2021, time is so sped up and our um, disbeliefs, our, um, our beliefs are being thrown out the window currently. And so I think everyone is in a, um, a perfectly primed space for reevaluating everything they know. Mm. And so, um, so my journey and process associated with um, listening to my intuition um, really took me about two years to start tapping into it and probably continued to develop for about two to five years of active participation with the quality. And so um, my experience of listening to my intuition was coming from a level of um, following joy and excitement. Mm. And so it was, it was listening to what sparked the light in my heart or what intrigued me um, and taking chances. And um, my experience of this really started when I graduated pharmacy school and I went on a medical mission to Central America and I came back and I moved um, to Florida with my grandmother. And um, I would follow my intuition and I would show up in Miami with $100 in my pocket and I would, I would jump from event to community event to couch surfing to doing this, doing that. And I would have the most, um, I would have the most radical weekends. Um, and when I, when I was close to out of funds, I would take a, a train back home to grandmother and I would um, start tutoring and study for my pharmacy boards and do it all over again. And so what I learned through challenging my beliefs about um, will I be safe or I need to hurry up and study and go get a job so I can pay this and pay that. And um, so these were all these challenges that I had. And what I did was I, I listened to my joy. And the more I listened to my joy and I took, uh, I, I challenged myself with radical experiences, the more I affirmed that I was always safe and that the highest outcome would always occur. And so it was that feedback from my environment of continuing to learn that I was safe by the, the risks that I was taking and then noticing the benefits that I was gaining. And so that was, of my first, if you will, about two year process where I just 
started realizing and affirming and having a deep inner knowing that I could go do something completely random that didn't make any sense in my mind, but I would, I would know that that was the right decision for me to make. And so that was the active practice of learning that I could trust my, my passion or my excitement. And um, of course, practicing that passion and that excitement responsibly, but having those experiences in the external world affirmed that I was safe to follow that guidance. So fast forward a little bit, um, I started learning different techniques and you know, now I was more practiced in the in the external world that um, that I could create magic everywhere I go. And so I, I, I know I'm always safe. I know um, whatever happens is for my highest good. So that's that's been imprinted in my um, in my subconscious. So now that I've been operating from this kind of the second layer was learning different tools um, and applying them. And so um, being really sensitive, I, I feel the energies, um, this is how I will describe it. I feel the energies um, of, of people and plants and things and substances and foods. And um, there's, there's uh, I'm able to perceive uh, how I would describe the vibration of something or someone. And so as it relates to my practice, you know, I'm able to pick up on Mimi's brightness and, and Chase's passion and his, his deep heart. And um, I'm able to, to feel uh, deep things very, very quickly just by looking at an individual or, or, or being close to them and feeling them or, or hearing what their intents are. I'm able to read in between the lines. And so I also have formulated literally hundreds of um, different botanical products. And, you know, I've used my body as, as, a, as a really um, brave laboratory over the past, uh, over this lifetime, I would say. And so um, I, I literally have well over a thousand different foods, supplements, essential oils, minerals, um, technologies that... I, I've used my body to assess the types of qualities that it can bring through. And so um, utilizing this experience, I'm able to perceive someone's um, perception or expression, um, their energy, and I, I use that information. And in real time, I tune in with all the different tools or technologies or practices that I have, and I'll use muscle testing. So. I'll say, um, my name's James, my name's Rick, my name's Nick. Okay, so my name's Nick. And in real time right now, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm physiologically testing and I'm just using some random example. Um, and what happens is um, my body responds as an antenna to what is true or various shades of truth because there might be, um, there might be an ally that's moderately supportive and um, there might be one that's way stronger of a resonance for Chase or for Mimi. And so I'm, I'm able to utilize these different practices um, using my body as an antenna and my experiences as a, a catalog of potential. 
that I'm calculating in real time. So it's a balance between um, wisdom and experience with intuitive practice. Mm. Catalog of potential. I love that. I love that. That's such a beautiful way to explain uh, something that has had such a profound impact on my life, which is muscle testing and working with my practitioner, Emily, who is actually able to do it virtually. And, uh, I don't know if you, if you've, if you've done that, or if you're able to, you say you can, you know, uh, pick up on our, my we're, brightness we're or my, these, uh, yeah, yeah. Your passion, your deep heart. Do you feel like that comes through by just looking at someone's face, even if we're not in person? Yeah. That's mm, awesome. I love that. Well, that's a perfect segue into what we want to talk about with you. Uh, Chase kind of gave the the uh, foreground for setting our intentions for body, mind, and relationships. And we, you know, sat ahead of time and really thought about, like, how do I want to show up for my body right now? How do I want to show up for my mind? And how do I want to show up in my relationships? And we, you know, sent these along to you. But I figure we can each go through maybe one at a time maybe I can go first and, and Nick can give me his recommendations based on what my uh, desired intentions are. And then we can switch over to you. What do you yeah, think? Perfect. Let's do it. All right. You ready, Dr. Yep. Nick? I am. Okay. So what we're going to do, and I'm, oh, go ahead. I may, I may also preface that um, in, in the moments as you're giving me your fresh and clear intentions that I might also tune in and I might, I might flip through some of my catalog or look at my oils um, just in case something wants yeah. to jump out. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And if, if you need to gather anything, we can always edit out, you know, time and, and pauses and lapses. You do you and it'll be perfect. Um, so <laughs> for my body right now, I, I had written down anti-inflammatory benefits and calmness and a little insight into that. I'm currently dealing with um, Bartonella and I'm working with my practitioner that I mentioned and I'm using tinctures and using things to clear the Bartonella out of out of my system but it has resulted in these sort of um, flare-ups of acne on my left cheek right here in this little region and so when I'm speaking to uh, the anti-inflammatory and the calmness I, I want my as I'm continuing to take things that are clearing the Bartonella, I would love my body to feel safe and calm and able to heal um, the outward expression of that which one I'm seeing. And I have a little rash above my eye and it's all on the left side of my body. So as I throw that out there, is there anything that's, that's coming up that could possibly benefit? Yeah. So, um, Violet chill is very calming to the nervous system and um, it works well with um, a topical application for um, generalized acne and mild to moderate skin conditions that I've seen. Um, it's a combination of lavender, helichrysum, frankincense, myrrh, and, um, and uh, cedar atlas and just applying it directly on where, where the infected area is. Um, there's also a, a deep level, um, I would say a mild to moderate level of relaxation and calmness. And so that is a great oil that is kind of all in one. Um, I'm tuning in also, um, if you want something that's also 
more potent in regards to relaxing the nervous system and slowing down an overactive mind while also stimulating your immune system, I might consider our ultrasonic Tulsi tincture as well. And um, I would play with, so what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm testing how much for you. And I would say half a dropper or I'm getting an even stronger resonance for about three quarters of a dropper. And I'm getting once a day. Um, maybe that will be towards the end of your day. And um, so that one's really good. I think I mentioned uh, relaxation, overactive mind, stimulating the immune system. Um, those are kind of where I would like to start with that. Um, alleviate would be a little bit more powerful anti-inflammatory um, for more moderate and or more severe skin stuff. Um, there's some really powerful oils in that. And um, you'll, you'll need to be aware of uh, sun exposure because there's a small amount of St. John's wort in that one. And I usually have people start off on with violet chill. Um, so I think the violet chill is a really great place to start with ultrasonic Tulsi as a, as an adjunctive. Um, and naturally there's, there's others that I could suggest, um, that would, um, would also, uh, be supportive. And also I, I, I'm, my approach is somewhere between less is more and, and full spectrum. And because so many of the oils can hit multiple categories. Um, you know, my goal would be uh, let's focus on uh, the least amount of, of products that we can uh, so that you can um, really see what's working for you and we can always add more. Perfect. Now that's great. I'm, I'm taking notes as you're speaking um, and I will definitely uh, get some Violet Chill going ASAP. Uh, for my mind, my intention was creativity. I'm in the middle of creating a course meant for women who want to foster and cultivate deep, passionate, healthy partnerships. And so I'm, I, I always will welcome more creativity and tuning into almost like connecting with the woman who's going to be on the receiving end of this course, this live course. Um, so more of a, a connected creativity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, love that. So ultrasonic Damiana tincture is absolutely lovely. Um, it is playful, connected, um, kind of dance in your body euphoria with a lot of clarity. So no, no mind clouding whatsoever and, um, feel embodied, cheerful and mood, um, feel your heart. Some people would describe, um, the closest thing to Damiana as cannabis. Um, and it doesn't have any, um, cloudiness associated with it. Mm. It's very clean. And so um, I, I find our ultrasonic Damiana is probably one of the best things I could suggest um, for creativity in my repertoire. Um, sadly, I, um, I, I wasn't, uh, I had issues with payment processors when we did our experimental ultrasonic Kratom tincture. Mm. And that was 
that was phenomenal for creativity. And wow. so even though this isn't um, a product that I, um, I currently stock, um, Kratom is an intriguing ally um, that you would be able to source some, some plant material um, and uh, kind of get your juices flowing with that. Um, yeah, on a, got, got some over on, uh, in the cupboard over yeah. here. Should be, should be good. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and actually one that hasn't hit me about creativity before, but it's nudging me right now is, um, is Kava Euphoria. And so, um, Kava Euphoria combines 12 different essential oils with CO2 extracted Kava Kava. And, um, I'd experiment with three quarters of a dropper full. And um, I find that when I use Kavi Euphoria, I'm less linear. And so I think this will be a nice exploratory regarding your creativity. It would be um, fun to maybe draw art and um, think of ideas. Um, and it may or may not be an ideal ally for putting your ideas onto paper in that moment. So maybe inviting creative sessions that can then be integrated and then the linear action step of putting it on paper and actualizing it may be something separate. Whereas Damiana could be, um, could be utilized in the moment. Um, and actually ultrasonic skullcap tincture is coming through um, to, it will more clarify your lens and it might be combined in conjunction with one or both of the other two. And so it will help to quiet the external noise to focus deeper into the moment on what your creative stream is sharing with you. Okay. And you said uh, for that ultrasonic tincture, maybe start with uh, what seems to be coming up for me is the, the three quarters dropper full. Would you recommend that for the skull cap as well? Um, yeah. So Kavi Euphoria got three quarters of a dropper for ultrasonic skull cap, half a dropper, three quarter, one dropper full is what I'm getting for you. Okay. Great. Love that. Well, this is fun. Um, <laughs> so for, yeah, it is. Yeah. For, uh, and I love getting to just like flex your uh, skills just right yeah. on the spot. It's so fun. Um, and so <laughs> for relationships, what I had uh, in mind was obviously intimacy, intimacy with Chase. That's usually not a problem but I will never say no, you know, Abundance, as, baby. as the love driven being in this relationship, I will always, there is never enough love. Uh, <laughs> and there's a lot, but, mm -hmm. um, so intimacy with chase and also unity with others, something that keeps coming up for me as I do my self study every morning, as I'm reading and journaling and trying to evolve myself spiritually is this, um, this, potential or this opportunity for unity with others. And I've never felt it so strongly as now in our world where there's so much opportunity for disunity and disharmony. And so that's something that I, I know my soul keeps bringing up for me is this seeing intimacy or having intimacy, seeing another person, even a stranger on the street as just an extension of myself. So that's what I mean by unity with others. Is there anything that is coming up 
uh, for for me there. Yeah. Um, so there's like two to three things that kind of jumped out at me. Um, one of them was the uh, essential oil blend of Unity, and um, it's intended as a botanical perfume, and it smells just florally soft and and beautiful it's it's slightly grounding and it's heart opening and um it's relatively jovial and so it it, it invites that that level of lightness um kind of that um what i'm describing about that level of lightness is is open to connect and so um what i would do with unity is i would i would um, put on a few drops and Kind of rub it around your body, almost your auric field, if you will. And um, then I would just wear it as a botanical perfume. So you can just um, wear it directly onto your physical body. And it's just so soft and connected and delicious. And um, that sounds awesome. I love floral scents and notes. I used to not like them, but for some reason, as I've gotten older, I love uh, gardenia. That's my favorite scent. And, and your heart harmony blend, the very, the light floral is just resonates with something in me. Uh, I, I just love it. I feel like you're going to dig unity. And um so there's two like i'm getting a really strong yes for ultrasonic boven sauna tincture and i had spoken about boven sauna a little bit earlier that was the mermaid energy water um, emotion kind of softens your emotional boundaries that's really what it does it softens the emotional boundaries and so um there's like a deeper level of melding potential of mm. sharing with Chase and the people around you. Um, and uh, were you defining um, things that amplify your jing and your sexual energy as well in this or or have I already um, hit all the points? Um. I, I mean, I, I will never say no to amplifying my Jing, um, but, <laughs> um, but I, I, I wasn't necessarily putting that out there. It was more like uh, intimacy as in, you know, emotional intimacy or connectedness. Um, we haven't had any issues with the Jing um, lately, so, so um, I don't know if I need, I'll leave that to, I'll, I'll leave that to, yeah. <laughs> to um, but if there is one that's just, you know, wants to get its head through and 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 peek out and say hello uh, in this conversation. I would love would love to hear it. Hello, my loves. I am bursting at the seams to tell you about this brand that I have fallen in love with, called Toto. It's healthy, functional, no guilt cookie dough. Yes, freaking delicious cookie dough made from eight superfoods that can be eaten raw with a spoon or baked into actual cookies. The founder, Sydney Webb, was diagnosed with colon cancer at age 21. After being introduced to adaptogens and superfoods and incorporating them into her life, three months later, she was cancer free, y'all. 
wild, huh? Now Sydney is sharing this superfood cookie dough with the world to prove that medicine can be delicious. Toto is powered by nature and innovated by food science. It is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and refined sugar-free. They use balancing adaptogens, brain-boosting nootropics, and immunity-loving herbs to give your body what it needs to thrive while feeling like you are also indulging in dessert. My favorite flavor is the sea salt chocolate chip, and they also have peanut butter chocolate chip. I have a spoonful after dinner, and it's the perfect little healthy indulgence that I never feel bad about. To try for yourself or your family, head to totofoods.co, that's T-O-T-O foods dot C-O, and use the code MIMI20, M-I-M-I-2-0, for 20% off your order. Then try to resist the urge to track me down and hug me because I think you're going to be obsessed just like me. Enjoy, boo. I feel like ultrasonic epimedium would be a fun tincture to play with. Um, epimedium? Epimedium. It's also known as horny goatweed. Okay. You may have heard of that plant um, under that name. And um, that one's very energizing. And I think it was 2019. That plant taught me a lot about being in my physical body, just embodying more of my physical body, stepping into more of my strength and courage. Um, there's a nice level of, of euphoria and internal body knowing associated with the epimedium. Um, I think less is more. And after, um, like you may want to play with a few drops every few days and you can play with more, um, like a quarter of a dropper full, um, once a day, twice a day. If you want to play with even more of the Jing potency, um, the sexual stimulation, if you will. Um, I mean, I, I have friends that love exploring a dropper under the tongue uh, before they make love with their partners and, it's awesome and it yeah. works well. Um, All right. I'm into it. Let's go. Yep. Not yeah. saying no to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and what I'll comment about the epimedium is I think that it, it can be so strong that when I was taking higher amounts regularly, I noticed, um, it was almost like that testosterone boost where, where, um, I had a higher sensitivity to feeling annoyed and or feeling aggressive. And um, I wouldn't say that it was strong or overpowering. I'm just very sensitive to the nuances happening in my body. Sure. And so um, I'm kind of clarifying where I, I'm, I'm sharing with you that I think every other days, um, every few days, you know, play with it very on a very micro level. I'm getting that Chase might enjoy um, utilizing this ally and utilizing it more frequently, maybe um, more in balance and exciting for Chase. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely. Yeah, let's, with that. let's jump that's to That's a good you. transition. Yeah, it's a good transition to, to me and my intention. So thank you, Dr. Yeah, Nick. Incredible. Um, oh, welcome. So, so starting with body for me, um, my intentions really are uh, one muscle building and then sleep. So a little context, I, I broke a rib over the summer and the last, you know, probably six to eight weeks I've been in uh, restoring muscle to my body after having taken a while off to recover my rib. Uh, so that would be 
that would be intention one. And then intention two is sleep. I am pretty chronically, uh, or at least pretty routinely waking up at two to three in the morning and then not going back to sleep. And uh, it's, it's a flood of to-dos and a flood of, a lot of them are fun and they're- Monkey mind. Monkey mind, but they're, they're uh, things that I want to get to or, or dreams or goals or inspirations that I have that kind of flood my mind at two or three in the morning when I would probably prefer two or three more hours of sleep. Uh, so those are my intentions for body. Beautiful. So um, what I'm getting for sleep would be our um, Kava Chill formulation. Um, that's a, a real powerful tincture, CO2 extracted Kava Kava with lavender, sweet marjoram, clary sage, rose geranium, bergamot, blue yarrow, and fennel. And, um, and that's infused in the carrier oil, um, MCT specifically. And um, half, three quarters. What's your body weight? I'm about 160. Cool. So I'm getting a dropper full. Um, I'm getting a dropper to a dropper and a quarter. And you can redose after. I usually will redose after about an hour myself if I want to um, kind of double up. And I have played between the, the one and two droppers full and I'm, um, I'm about 145. And so, um, yeah, I'm intuiting your, your target dose is a, court, um, a dropper to a dropper and a quarter to start off with. And then you can uh, trust your own body's intuition. And I don't use that every day. Um, I don't, I won't use the kava every day. You can kind of play with it every other day or two to three times a week. Um, I think that it can be uh, a harder, um, kava can be a harder plant on the liver. Um, and I like to drink lots of water when I use it um, okay. more regularly. Got it. Um, so ultrasonic Tulsi, I think would be helpful um, for ultrasonic Tolsti would be more helpful, um, will be helpful for also helping to slow down an overactive mind. Um, also has a mild level of euphoria associated with it. And um, each of these allies that I'm suggesting, they are more short acting. And I am hearing that one of your issues is waking up. Um, and I get what you're sharing about you're you're waking up because you have so much excitement um, that you're overstimulated and you're waking up in the middle of the um, morning slash late evening and so i think almost how these are going to work because they're not gonna they're not gonna tranquilize you out so that you're not waking up later but they might help to regulate the nervous system in such a way that you are um, able to develop a more healthful and full sleep cycle. Um, in fact, uh, ultrasonic ashwagandha might be something that is kind of an indirect support to your sleep. Um, I, I find that it is mildly to moderately relaxing. Um, I mean, it definitely is mildly to moderately relaxing, um, but I, I meant more mildly to moderately supportive um, to help go to sleep. 
but maybe with regular use, it will help to regulate your nervous system such that um, some of that uh, AM excitement is tampered. Um, there's another oil you could just note called Moon Cycle, and that one really helps. Um, they all really uh, relax an overactive mind in different and supplementary ways. And that's one that I use sometimes um, massaged into the bottom of my feet right before I go to bed. Okay. And so um, I think start off with two or three of those and um, maybe perhaps the first two to three and um, yeah, just take notes. Yeah. Um, the, the muscle building, um, you had mentioned that you're um, taking tribulus at least sometimes. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the fitness body strength jing, I, I believe we have three that are really um, more powerful. Um, and those are epimedium, tribulus, and tongkatali. And um, you know, my awareness with these is they are potent, they do work. And so they can bring you to a new level of baseline. And um, I like to have the, the healthy middle path of how do we maximize the therapeutic potential without getting dependent-ish right. um, for a higher, higher baseline. And so um, you may want to explore alternate days with each of these. Um, if you if you work with Tong Kat Ali, which is a um, a very uncommon, um, I mean, it's not very well known in the West. Um, Tong Kat Ali is a is a majorly powerful Jing tonic herb. Yeah, that's I, I've oftentimes... used it in the past. Yeah, it's it's really incredible, and I and I've even even done a five day on two day off. And then at least once a month, I'll take an entire seven days off of it. Um, it's okay. usually how, when I've taken Tonka Ali in the past is how I've uh, cycled it, but, um, yeah, yeah. Very excited to try, try this version. It's very powerful. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the Tonka Ali is, um, I believe in Indonesian culture, it's re it's reserved for their elders, like people over 40, 45. And so that's kind of my, that's kind of the heavy hitter. And um, you might want to use that once a week and kind of interchangeably play with the, the tribulus and the okay. epimedium. My personal experience is <clears throat> I can take tribulus most often, and it seems like it helps to regulate my system without any type of dependency. The epimedium feels like it has some potential for some level of dependency. And um, I might use that every other day or every, um, like once every three days. And um, Tonkat Ali will be when I, when I want that extra boost, okay. that like super potent extra boost. Got it. Love it. So, yeah. Awesome. So, so that was really detailed about your sleep. I'll just, I'll just touch, um, oh, um, muscle building. The last, the last aspect of that is regarding your reparation of the localized region. Um, you may use um, either our PRI formulation and or our e-solution. And PRI stands for pain relief ice. Okay. 
And um, those can help to reduce inflammation um, in the area locally. And so you might do that first thing when you wake up. Um, you know, you could use, use, you could do that one to four times per day, depending upon the pain level and um, how closely you want to manage it and probably space it out around, you know, give your time, your body some time to repair post-workout. And then after it's starting to do its repair thing, you can apply some on. Yeah. Got it. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Moving on to, to mind. I similarly have the intention of uh, creativity. And that is of course uh, with, with us as we continue this, this podcast journey, uh, getting more and more creative um, as well as my mind as it pertains to um, connection with the divine. So connection with um, God or, or spirituality or my soul, uh, just a deeper intention to be closer to that experience. Yeah. So um, there's uh, an ultrasonic Damiana, um, ultrasonic skullcap for reasons that I've highlighted to Mimi. I'm getting, um, I feel like ultrasonic skullcap is going to help support other aspects of your life as well. It just feels like a good ally. Um, Damiana for the creativity. Um, celestial. I, I am getting a strong resonance with Celestrial, which is an essential oil tincture containing six different tree essences. Um, it feels somewhat similar and more earthy and foresty compared to our cosmic orgasm tincture. So okay. some, of a, some of a similar quality, but yeah, a heightening connection and also feeling into your physical body. Awesome. Great. Great. Um, and then lastly, me for relationships, uh, this one I have, you know, very specifically with, with my relationship with, uh, Mimi, and that would be stronger presence and a spiritual connection with her. I think so often I get caught in, uh, the beautiful race that is this life and, um, would love support in dropping back into the present moment, um, into the connection that I have with her and opening up what we like to call our own uh, magic bubbles where we can just be completely present and with each other. Cool. Um, so I had, I had envisioned, um, I had envisioned a cosmic orgasm tincture, which it sounds like you guys are already playing with and exploring together. Um, I could also send you a pure bottle of cosmic orgasm that you can put into a vaporizer and mm. heat up and breathe okay. into the lungs as um, kind of a ceremonial um, experience. That's, I mean, the flavor profile um, with it inhaled in that way. And the effects are very similar um, in terms of the effects compared to the tincture where it's very grounding to the nervous system, but it's also hyper connecting. Um, and so I, it can drop into a level of, of presence, um, uh, vaporizing it as a ritual together and kind of opening that space. It's maybe really, um, fun, juicy and connected. Yeah. The, um, oil of elevation is another one that came to me and, um, What's interesting is it, it relates to your last one about the connection to the divine. Um, and also a really good one for that is our Frank Murren gold tincture. Put that as a, as a little note for okay. connection to the divine. But the oil of elevation, I find um, it's a Moroccan cedar atlas with CO2 extracts of frankincense and myrrh. 
And I find that to be very grounding yet very expansive. And um, so what you're doing is, I don't know that it's, um, it's not a direct expansion of the emotional body, but it's more increasing your capacity to be present and in your physical body. And then what you choose to do with that deeper level of integration and energy and presence and focus is going to be up to you. Okay. Um, you know, something like vaporizing cosmic orgasm or, or sharing it via a tincture, I think is it's, it's a ritual or an act of connection and, and pleasure that you both can enjoy together, um, which really helps to um, support the intention of intimacy together. Um, yeah, so just kind of describing how it's um, not necessarily a, a sexual driver or connective driver necessarily, but it, it clears the slate and helps support you uh, consciously creating that, that portal together. Yeah. Mm, um, so good. Maybe, maybe one last little um, ally. Explore ultrasonic lemon balm. Um, yeah. Lemon balm is uh, mildly mood um, enhancing, mildly relaxing, um, immune boosting, antiviral. And what I'm getting is, is its soft brightness is going to be nice to kind of drop you into the space, into the present moment. Um, I, I'm getting it's a nice adjunctive um, ally to your intention for uh, creating presence together. Mm, beautiful. Got it. Perfect. Wow. We took this incredible. I, yes. I, I'm excited to get going on this and, and report back. Yeah. And pay attention to everybody cool. listening because, um, you know, follow us on social. These are going to be um, just an intimate part of our lives. These allies are going to be uh, mm -hmm. in our lives for uh, the future. And I'm really, really excited to be able to share this journey with everybody. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your intelligence and your wisdom and your heart and just your passion. It just, it just seeps through and, and every answer and every, um, every display of your gift, it just, you can just tell it just is part of your heart that you're offering to the listener and us certainly. And, and we are so grateful to you for that. Oh, thank you, Chase. Thank you, Mimi. It's uh, been a, been a pleasure to connect with both of you in this way. And, um, yeah, I'm delighted to to hear your reports about the oils and how they are supporting with your intentions. Yes. Yeah, we're excited to jump into it. And for all of you listening, um, I know <laughs> uh, everyone here is probably interested on in getting some of getting your hands on uh, some of these oils and tinctures and ultrasonic tinctures. Um, we have been blessed by Dr. Nick to receive a discount code. You can use the code medicine, M-E-D-I-C-I-N, for a discount when you grab some oils or tinctures. And if they have questions, Dr. Nick, what, what should they do? Because you've obviously given a lot of intention and thought into these. Um, they have very specific uses. If they have questions, where should they go? Yeah, definitely. Um, you can email um, our team at support at essentialoilwizardry.com. Oftentimes, the more detailed ones I'm personally answering with my assistant and, and advising her on how to respond. Um, I offer personal, con personal consultations available on my website if um, people wanted to do like a customized um, 
set like we did here, then you can either order a consultation and or you can order a doctor approved um, medicine set. And so um, many options for everyone. Um, you know, just be free to ask um, question, simple questions, and we'd be happy to respond. Or if you want to do a deeper dive with me, like Mimi and Chase today, then um, go ahead and, and uh, select those options from our website. Perfect. And we'll have all of these links in the show notes, you know, the drill, and uh, including your Instagram, is there anywhere else that you would want to point people towards or just the website is a good place to go? I think um, I think essentialoilwizardry.com is is a great place to um, dive into our alchemical world and um, and yeah I guess the other thing that's that's near and dear to my heart is um, recently my sweetheart and I have um, started a um, unincorporated spiritual ministry and um, we're currently looking at some property here in Ashland Oregon and so. Um, stay tuned for uh, Essential Earth Ministry. Um, wow. We're really, really excited to start building community and alternative ways of living and um, is really going to be a, a direction that I start shifting my focus to. So wow. I'm that's amazing. I can't wait to hear more of that as yeah, it progresses. We'll, we'll definitely stay in touch on that. Uh, it's definitely on our list to get up. We have, we have family in uh, Salem, Oregon, and uh, I know that's not super quick to Ashland, but we'll uh, be up there and definitely hit you up so that we can make our way uh, down to see you and spend some time with you. Uh, I know that you have so much uh, to create and gift to the world, and uh, we absolutely want to be an extension of those dreams and passions of yours. Thank you. I feel that you are. <laughs> yes, we are. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in and sticking with us and go check out essentialoilwizardry.com. Hit Nick up if you have questions and uh, just um, have an open mind and open heart. I think that that was definitely a resounding flavor of this episode is there is only magic to be had when you when you maintain that attitude in life, open mind and open heart and magic's going to happen. Amen. All right. Uh, aho. Yeah, aho, <laughs> great spirit. All right, you guys, we'll talk to you next time. Go spread some light. Okay, bye. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Mimi underscore the medicine. To learn more about our favorite health products, foods, and supplements we discuss on here, visit getmimifit.com forward slash the medicine cabinet, or just check the show notes below. Until next time. Cheers, boo.